All right, I want to welcome on my next guest. We've got longtime Washington football team running back, three-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro, as well as Carolina Panthers running back, Mr. Stephen Davis. Stephen, how's everything going for you? It's going great, man. Just enjoying this lovely weather we have down here in South Carolina for the last few days and um, just vacationing, um, getting prepared for my wife, me and my wife, uh, 27th anniversary, being married. So that's all I've been doing, man. That's awesome. Is, is it consistent weather? Because I'm up in D.C. and it's cold. Like, I think pretty sure today it's 60, tomorrow it's 70, and then it's going to be 45. Well, yeah, well, it get, it get kind of chilly at night. Okay. But, um, it's, it's all right. We had a lot of pollen here really? in the last few days. Um, you can see it raining down like like rain. So, man, it's, it's horrible. I don't even go outside when it's like that. <laughs> and then I just saw that they just approved the 17-game season. What were your thoughts on that? Oh, man, that's, that's going to be kind of rough, man. Uh, you know, I guess uh, the guys not have to rest a lot now. So 16 games is a lot, but 17 is, is going to put a whole lot, a lot, a lot of toll on your body. So you just got to be prepared for it, man. Get your body ready during the season, man. Yeah. Do you think guys will maybe like if, if guys a little bit banged up, maybe maybe like weeks, maybe one through 13, they'll rest him on a game they normally wouldn't just to try to keep it for that end of the year? Yeah, I mean – when I was playing with the, uh, with Washington, man, uh, one of the things Noah Turner did, he knew when I had a game where I had a lot of carries. Like, it was a three-week run where I, I carried the ball like 30 times, 25 times, and uh, he told me, say, uh, just just take off Wednesday and Thursday and practice on Friday, you know, because, you know, the practice – and a lot of times guys don't realize practice put a lot of toll on you too. The way we practiced back then, you know, it was it was a uh, it was hard. It was a hard practice to, but, uh, before the, the week before the games, and uh, you know we we took we put a lot of wear and tear on our body. Because yeah, I know I was talking to uh, John Abraham a couple weeks ago, and he said if he was in the league today, the way they practice, he thinks he'd be he'd have a much longer career, and he could probably just. Oh, I would have played. I would have played twenty years if it was the league today. <laughs> I would have played twenty years. Like I was, I was explaining to my son, and uh, I was telling him, man, we practice. We might be off Monday, Monday and Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, those was probably the hardest days wow. during the season. And then one year with Marty Schoenheimer, we would go goal line on a Friday, live goal line. So it, it, these guys got a cakewalk now, man. It's funny to me. I look at them and laugh. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. That's a, so when, you, when they're just complaining, they're like, oh, they're overworking. It's like, you guys are all right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> um, you are all right. So I want to ask your thoughts on Washington season. Um, got a great rookie running back last year. Why am I drawing a blank? What the hell is I drawing a blank? Uh, from Memphis. Oh, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. I don't know why. What, what are your thoughts on his after his first year? Uh, I think he did a great job, man. And uh, I think um, they got implicated more into the offense this season. And, um, you know, with with the way the league set up now, man, you got to have two running backs. So I'm, I'm looking forward to another guy stepping up and kind of relieve each other. Cause when I played in my career, um, you know, I, I played with Deshaun Foster and Steven Jackson. Those guys was, was great guys, you know, come in and complimented me well and not coming in many them well. And in this league now, you still need two running backs to do to, 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 one guy that can just run it in between the tackles and somebody that can be, a, sla- uh, a guy that can get it out the back, catch the ball out the backfield, get in space, and, and, and make things happen. And uh, and if you look at some teams now, you got those guys on teams now to where 
you know, those are the successful teams when they have two running backs that are contributing in the best way possible. And you played for North Turner, and then we got Scott Turner here. What do you think of his, the job he's done so far? <laughs> I think he's done a great job, man. He got a, he got a lot of knowledge about the game because his dad knows a lot about the game. I remember when Scott was coming to our practice, he was just a little young fellow then. But uh, I'm proud of him. Uh, he's doing good things. He's doing some great things. And I think I think with the, with the way Washington is going now, man, they're going to be pretty good next year, man. Did you like the Fitzpatrick signing? Oh, yeah. Uh, you got you got to love a veteran guy with his swagger come in and do the things that he does. Uh, he brings the fun to the game. He brings the, the attitude on for us winning at all means necessary, no matter how you do it, just get it done. And uh, I think he's going to be a good, uh, very good addition to the team. I have a question. Does uh, Chase Young remind you of any of the guys you matched up against? Um, he really put me in the mind of Javon uh, 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 Curse from Tennessee. I've actually heard somebody day. else. So I've heard somebody else say that. And uh, Julius Peppers. And Julius Peppers. I played with Julius. Julius. And uh, you know those those guys, man. Back in the day, they was they they was freaks, man. You know Julius Peppers running four threes and stuff like that, and uh, and making some of the plays he made when he was playing and cursed as well. You know, I played against him and, you know, those guys were some, some, some game changers. And I think Chase is going to be a game changer. The more, the, the older he get, the more knowledge you get about the game and stuff. But uh, I think if, if, if not one in the top three, I think they, the, the, top, the defense will be in the top three this season. Um, do you do you expect them to have a similar finish as last year? Or do you think they'll be able to now? It's going to be weird with seventeen games. To try to yeah, 70, yeah. yeah. It, it's weird, but the, the thing the thing that you got to understand is you, you can you can look good on paper, you can have all the accolades and all the everything on paper, but once you put it on the field, it all got to come together. And you know, when I go speak to kids at high schools yeah. and college and stuff, I tell them buy into the system. And that's the thing that you got to do. You got to buy into the system. And with everything going on with the pandemic and stuff, you got to be able to buy into it, to what you're doing and and come together as a team. And that's what you see in championship teams. Uh, Tampa Bay, they they showed it. They showed the resilience of going through the pandemic and stuff like that. Alabama, you know, when they they won a national championship this year, the first thing you heard is, sticking together being a team and getting through the tough times and you know you don't know what's going to happen what 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 can happen and uh you just gotta you just gotta be able to uh and i know i know ron rivera he would coach rivera he would he's gonna get them guys to where they need to be and uh he's gonna get them on the same page one accord and i'm just excited to see them play this year man and you know it's it's never it's never you can never predict something until you get it on the field. And once you get it on the field and get everybody playing and get everybody doing the things they're capable of doing, all of it will come together. I have a question. Which which of the other teams in the NFC East do you think is their biggest threat to win the division? Um, it's always going to be Dallas. And, you know, uh, I think with some of the things that the Giants is doing this year, it's going to be tough. And Philadelphia, you know, 
you know, the, uh, one thing about Philadelphia, you got to love them, you got to hate them. One thing about them, they got always cause a problem in, in the NFCs, and they always gonna be in the midst of things. So you got to deal, with, you got to deal with them too. But um, I think if Washington do the things they're capable of doing, getting a quarterback that's consistent, uh, running the ball, getting the ball down the field, and you know the, the receiver they got in free agency, yeah. I think he's gonna be a, a great complement to the offense. And um, you know I like I like that pickup, yeah. and uh, I just think everything if they can get it get it going in the in the mini camps and in the in the, in the training camps. They'll be all right during the season. Is there a certain position you think they should address with the first round pick? I think they're picking 19. Offensive line, man. I mean, that's where you win the games. If you can't protect the quarterback and you can't block in the running game, you can't get no running game going. That's 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 starts it all. If the defense on on your defense side of the ball, your front seven is looking good right now. And and if you can add on to that, it'll be a plus. But like I say, um, I don't know what pick they're going to go with. Um, I would think um, on the back end of the defense in the secondary or something. And then with the Panthers, so they up and down last year, McCaffrey missed almost all the season. They're picking in the top 10, and a lot of people have them taking a quarterback. Do you think that's the right move? Uh, it, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, considering that uh, you know, I, I'm here in South Carolina, so I hear a lot of stuff that's going on here in South Carolina with, with the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think they need to take a quarterback. Um it, at least get a quarterback that they can possibly groom for the next year or so. Um get a quarterback that they can throw in there right away. Um if you gotta get in the top three quarterback. I don't think you're going to be able to do that. But whoever they get with their pick, I think they're going to be a wise pick to get a quarterback. Yeah, that's interesting. And then what, what do you think of the job Matt Rule did in his first year? I think he did pretty good, considering um, he had some injuries with his key players and stuff like that. And, um, you know, they're making changes on defense. Um, I think he did a great job, man. Uh, and I think they're gonna be successful this year, yeah. you know, because you know you got new you got New Orleans down there that they trying to find a quarterback, and you have you have Tampa Bay, which you know they got they got the goat down there, man, <laughs> and and they and they bringing everybody back from their Super Bowl team, but it's in in Atlanta, you know, you got you got a situation down there. It's not clear right now what they're gonna do and how they're gonna do it, but. You know, it's, it's competitive. And when I was playing those two divisions, NFC East and NFC um, South, was two competitive uh, divisions. And uh, I think with it all being said, it's going to be a tough division. Those two are going to be a tough division to win. And um, I feel that one of those teams, one of those divisions going to have a Super Bowl, someone in the Super Bowl next year. One of those things. All, yeah. right. All right. I'll keep an eye on that. Um, and I want to ask you, are there any guys at Auburn this year we should be remembering their names for the draft? Say, say it again. Any Auburn guys whose names we should remember for the draft? Um, receiver, Steph Williams. Um, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. He, he's fast. Uh, he's one of the fast guys. I think he just ran like a 4 2 six or something like that. 
Uh, he's another receiver. Um, you know, in Auburn, you know, it was a rough year last year, um, even though they had a winning season. And being that Alabama won a national championship, so, you know, that's 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 another dagger in the heart. But with the new coaching system, new coach coming in and the new system coming in, I think Auburn will be fine. I think uh, with Patronis, with uh, Bo, Bo Nitz, Patronis son, which I played with Patronis, Bo Nitz, uh, I think um, they're going to get him right to where he's not running out of the pocket all the time and stuff like that. So I think they're going to be all right. They got a they got a great running back down there, and um, Bisbee, um and I think you know if they can run the ball successfully and play good defense, I think they'll be all right. So I want to ask you about your career a little bit. Um, so what, what was your senior year of high school like? Because I see that you're the number one recruit in the nation. Yeah, I was. They, that's what they say. I was number one recruit in the nation, and. Um, now that I look back on it, man, at the time, I really didn't know the importance of it. You know, I was just going out there doing something that I love to do and uh, working hard, working hard and doing the things that I was capable of doing. But uh, coming out of high school, I had, you know, I had a lot of guys that contributed it. You know, we had, a, we had a good team, man. We had a quarterback named Brian Smith to go to Georgia. Cool. We had that uh, tight end that, um, Went to Auburn with me, which is my best friend, DeMond Logan. We had a receiver, a young receiver named Lee Smith, and a uh, couple of role players on, on offense. Um, Tucker Elwich, those guys, man, they they contributed. They they actually made made me better to where I, I came out and I put up the numbers that I did. And you know, we played we played some tough teams. Region two, four A. Back in those days, man, was probably the hardest reasons you could, reason you could play in. Um, I played against some some great talented guys, man, and uh, some great teams. And you know, it, like I say, it's very humbling because I, at the time I really didn't think of it as being the number one player in the nation. But now that I look back on it, it was a great accomplishment and a great honor to be the number one player in the country. I have a question: How many different schools pitched you to to, to sign with them? Oh man. <laughs> It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, my top, my, my top five when I was in high school coming out was Clemson, Florida State, Notre Dame, Auburn, and Alabama. And um, I didn't take but one visit. I took two visits. I took a visit to Auburn. I took a visit to Clemson. Um, I was going to award ceremonies all, all during the recruiting process, so I didn't get to take all the visits. But when I went to Auburn, um, it was a great feeling, man. The, the running back tradition they had down there, Pat Dye, and um, the the homie atmosphere that they had down there was it really sold me and my, my mom. And um, the decision was bar none, man. And I, I went to Auburn and, and did the things I did there was which was, you know, I had to sit out my first year uh, and I got to play the last three years. And it was, a, I, had a, I had a pretty good career down there. Yeah. I have a question. Did you ever get to meet Barkley, Charles Barkley? Yeah, I met Charles Barkley a couple of times, met Bo a couple of times. And, uh, you know, when those guys come around and they get to talking, you got to listen because 
coming through Auburn, those are legends. And you know, you, when legends come through, you gotta talk, you gotta be, you gotta listen, listen to them, listen to the things that they say. I'm pretty sure I heard Barkley one time say, like, I went to Auburn for three years, but technically, if you look at my, if I look at my stats or my my uh, transcript now, I'm still a freshman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, he, he, he's something else, man. Yeah. What, what's it like when you, when you guys match up against Alabama as, a, as being on the field? It's crazy. You know, I, I've seen and I've heard what people, family members, they divorce each other. You know, um, when we play Alabama and Auburn, we come like the second biggest city in Alabama. And being able to play in a game like that, it's, it, it was amazing, man. And uh, the crowd, the atmosphere, the, the, the things that we did to come together as a team and play in those games. And when we played each other, we didn't like each other. But all the field, we got along very well. And uh, that's what football is all about. I have a question. Were you at the kick six game? Yes, I actually was at the kick six game. And um, right before the kick six, I walked out the stadium. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I heard the crowd yelling and everything. And I get back to my uh, RV, and I'm looking at it, and everybody's running on the field. It's crazy you ask that, because my son was being recruited by Auburn at the time, and uh, he was inside with his friends. And uh, it was it, it was a great atmosphere then, man. But um, I think the best Auburn game, Alabama game that I was involved in was the 93 game. The 93 game when uh, nobody expected us to win. And we we come, we come 10-0. Alabama is, is Alabama. They just won a national championship the year before. And we was going to get beat by them. But we went out there, we did the things that we were supposed to do and came together as a team and, and, and won that game and went 11-0. Uh, so... That's all. I have a question. So they didn't let you back in the stadium? No, I, I, I didn't even bother to walk back. <laughs> I feel like, uh, that's, that's wild to me. I feel like yeah. if, anybody else, if you, if you play for the team, you, you they normally say, oh, you, once you leave, you can't come back. If you play for the team, I'm walking back 15 I'm times. Walking, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, didn't, I, I probably could have walked back in, but I didn't, I didn't even bother to walk back in. I, I, was, I was halfway at the RV, and I finished looking at it there, but my my son and his friends, they got to enjoy it. I think they was on the field when they was, when it was everybody was running out there. So, so you so. did you did hear it live. You didn't just hear the reaction and go, what just happened? Yeah, I, uh, I heard uh, it live. I heard uh, it live. Yes. Uh, we, we, we were, I was in the car on the, we were going to a Wizards game and I, we didn't, I don't think it was on the radio. And I'm just staring at the ESPN app. And all of a sudden I see zero, zero, zero. And then all of it goes, Auburn win. I'm like, what the hell did I miss? What I miss. I'm looking on Twitter. I'm like, this is insane. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was real crazy. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, that's 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 how those games are, man. They they they're exciting. And um, you know, it ain't they don't have no pro football team in Alabama. All they have is Auburn in Alabama. And um it's crazy. Yeah. Like I say, some people don't even speak to each other for years over Alabama and Auburn game. That's unbelievable. You feel like it's got to be the thing you got to be there. Like, it's just not the same on TV. You got to be there. I mean, just being in that atmosphere, being in that being in that scene, it, it's it's amazing, man. It's really amazing. Did, did any rivalries you had when you were in the NFL even compare to Auburn, Alabama? 
Cowboys, Redskins, Cowboys and Washington, um, Tampa, Carolina. They they was rivalries. They was rivalries. But Tampa and uh, Carolina and Atlanta. I mean, Giants and Redskins. Those was rivalries. Yeah. But it's not. It's nothing like a college rivalry, man. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. And I have a question. So what was your draft process like? Because I saw you kind of got banged up a little bit right before the draft. Yeah, I, um, I actually, I actually uh, got hurt at the Senior Bowl, and I had to have surgery, and um, did my workouts. Had great workouts, man. I, I think um, my workouts. I ran a four three six, and you know, I, I lived pretty good. I think I did. 220, 225, like 20 times. And um, I did good. And um, <laughs> one of the things was uh, the running back coach at Washington at the time, Bobby Jackson, I worked out on a Tuesday, then on a Thursday. He didn't come to the Tuesday workout. He came to the Thursday workout. And he said, you ran the four, three, six on grass, on a uh, turf. I want to see what you run on grass. And I and and I ran a four three a four three four on grass, so he was like, "It's legit, it's legit." So, you know, and I and I think that's one of the one of the things that got Washington looking at me to take me in the drought. And when I got hurt, um, you know, I I don't know everything about it because I've heard guys say he's hurt, he runs upright, and all this stuff, but. It was a it was a proud moment when you had a scout, a head scout for the uh, Washington Washington team, football team, tell in the interview say they asked him what was what was a gem that you found in the draft and he said Stephen Davis, you know it's kind of special and uh, and I really appreciate him for that, but the draft process is it was stressful, long. And if you don't have patience, it's something that you don't want to go through. And uh, you don't know what the teams are thinking, what they're thinking about you. But once you get the opportunity, you got to go out and make the best of it, no matter what team you're on, what order you're on, on the depth chart, or anything. Your goal is to make the team. And uh, I got the opportunity, man. Noah Turner gave me the opportunity. And I, I to this day, I still... I'm thankful for it. Every time I see him, every time I see Noah Turner, I tell him thank you because he was the only one I felt that gave me the opportunity to play in the NFL and do something that I love to do, something I've been doing since I was eight years old. I have a question. What was the injury? I tore my meniscus. You ran a 4-3 with a torn meniscus? Yeah. That, that, yeah cause, but <laughs> that would have been my first comment. Yeah. I did. I did. I did. I uh, did. The senior bowl is like in January or somewhere, yeah. but I didn't work out to like April, like 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 mid April or something like that. That that's the only reason you. Where were they saying you were you were projected to go before the injury? They say I was pretty did to go first round. And, and, uh, Over a meniscus? It, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, like I say, man, when. When when you when people see that, that you are talented and yeah. you have the ability to do some stuff, they gonna give you an opportunity. Yeah. And I, like I said, I got an opportunity. I made the best of it, man. And, you know, I always been able to run fast. 
because uh, in high school, I, I, I won state in 100 meters three years in a row. Um, had the state record for South for high school state South Carolina. You know, so running fast is easy. You know, everybody didn't think I could run that fast because I was so big. Yeah. I have a question. Was Charlie Cashley the GM when they, they took it? Yes. Charlie Cashley was the GM. He was. Go ahead. I was gonna say, was he was he the one that called you up when you got drafted? No, actually, man, uh, I'm gonna tell you the story. I was drafted in the fourth round when the when the last, when the third round ended on on that Saturday. I got a call from Tampa that night. Said they were gonna take me in in the fourth round with their first pick in the fourth round. I said, okay, all right. But Washington came in and took me before Tampa can take me. And um, I, I took two visits. I took a visit to Washington and I took a visit to Tampa. And uh, I had a feeling one of those two teams was gonna take me, so. That's awesome. When, when, when Charlie Cash, when, when you first met Charlie Cash, you say, nice to meet you, young man. How, how was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, he said all that, but Cashley, he was, he was a good, he's a good jail man. He was yeah. a good jail. But uh, it was because it, it, when I first came to Washington, and uh, when I actually took my visit, I'm like, man, I, it's. I think it just it was coming off the worst snowstorm in Washington history, and I was like, man, I can't live here. I ain't never been in no snow like this. But I got drafted by, and when I got there, had another snowstorm, and I ain't never drove in snow like this. I'm talking about snow up to the middle of your car window. I'm like, man, I got to deal with this. But it was my, my time in Washington was some of the best moments of my life, man. I have a question. I, a lot of, I, I met a lot of great people. And not only that, I learned from a lot of great people. Brian Mitchell, uh, Mark Logan, Terry Allen. You know, I had the opportunity to learn from those guys. And in my locker, my, for my whole career in Washington was beside Darryl Green. So I had the opportunity to talk to him every day uh, about life, about religion, uh, about kids, all that, man. And uh, great dude, Dad Green, great dude, great guy, man. Brian Mitchell, great guy. Did you Gary beat, Allen, great guy. Did you beat Daryl Green in a race? Yeah, I can beat him in a race. Uh, <laughs> I challenged him, but he would never race. He would never race, man. You know, I even left a note in his locker saying, hey, let me know when you you want to race, but he would never race, man. I don't know why. Unbelievable. I have a question. When you first got to the team, were they were they at RFK or, or at FedEx? Well, actually, uh, my rookie year was the last year at RFK, and when I tell you that stadium is is nothing but history, man. It was history because when you walk into the stadium, like we walk in before the game, you smell gas. I'm like, where's this gas smell at? But the, you know, the, the first time I actually got to play in, in RFK was was great, man. It was a great feeling. And not only that, to score the last rushing touchdown as a Redskin in RFK. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so. Do you, do you think they need to move? They got to move back. And do you think it's just a, what's the atmosphere like playing at RFK into FedEx because you played at both? When you have when you have seats in the stands and you can jump on them and make noise, 
and you can see them shaking when everybody's jumping at the same time. That that feeling, that atmosphere, man, is is uncomparable. Um, but when when we went to FedEx Field, you know, we had to break it in. We had to get used to it. We had to, uh, cause you can hear some of the guys say, "Man, it's nothing like it." Okay, but over time, it got there. You know, people, the fans got into it, and uh, you know, being able to go out there and have some successful games, they'll let you know. You know, and every every Redskins game I played in was crowded. It was jam packed, so I had a great time playing in FedEx Field. Yeah, because I wish games were like. I mean, last year obviously is a it's a yeah. variable but the year before like it's all it's all opposing fans yeah and yeah so that's it's that's, that's i have a question do you have any ideas what if you if they said we want you to pick the name do you have anything on the top of your head do you want a, a new name i don't know man the, the washington head busters <laughs> i've heard that one before put that one down i have heard that one. <laughs> No, because I know, like, I wouldn't mind the, the senators. Remember the because that's what the Nats used to yeah, say. Senators, yeah. one right. Senators. Mine, yeah, mine was a uh, Beltway, but nobody's they didn't choose the Beltway. No, um, uh, no, they're not uh, choosing no, the Beltway. No, or, uh, the senators. They, yeah, they, they can bring those back. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, and I'm, and I tell everybody, they, yeah. they're gonna always be watching the Redskins to me. Yeah. But they are the Washington football yeah. team now, so yeah. I gotta respect that. Yeah. You know. No. Yeah, no, because the thing is, like, I know they posted the other day that apparently they've had, like, 50,000 people submit ideas for the new name. And I can yeah. tell you right now, 30,000 of those names was Redskins. I can tell you yeah. right now. They're like, oh, yeah, because yeah, we're going to go back. They're not going back. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's just wild. Um, do you, was, cause I remember when you first got drafted, so you kind of, like, you probably used to being the number one guy your whole career, and then obviously you're not. What was that kind of like, like for you? It was a learning process, man. Uh like I say, I, I was playing behind Brian Mitchell and Terry Allen, you know, and getting the opportunity to play behind those guys for a couple of years and seeing their work ethic, seeing that how they how they carry themselves on and off the field and uh, what they brought to the table, man. It was a lot of energy, a lot of respect, and a lot of uh, maturity to the, to the running back position. And, you know, just learn from them. Um, I have a question. Was, um, was Fred Smoot on the team? When you were there, or was that after? Yeah, he Fred was there. He came there in 01. Um, I played two years with Fred. I played 01 and 02 with Fred. Do, do you have any stories that aren't going to get anybody in trouble about Fred? <laughs> They're going to my grave. <laughs> going to my grave. We had, we, had, we had some fun, man. Fred was one of those guys. Um, I never forget. I hate to bring this up, but uh, he was with uh, Minnesota at the time. Oh, okay. Before, before the game, I told him, I said, um, "Have a good game tomorrow, man. Just don't make Steve Smith mad, cause you know Fred like to talk, and Steve Smith, one of those guys, is not gonna bat down." And I told Fred, I said, "Just don't make him mad. You make him mad, he's gonna go off on you." And Fred made him mad, and I think he had like two hundred and some yards receiving against Fred, but. Fred was Fred, great cornerback man, great guy man, and uh, funny, real funny, yeah. no, real he, funny. He he said something on the radio a couple of years ago. I had to pull over. He 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 when they when remember when they took Bryce Love in the I think it was like third or fourth round out of uh-huh. uh, there. I think Scott Jackson said um oh so he studied to be a doctor 
He's going to be, a, wants to be a pediatrician. And he says, right after he has the torn ACL and Smoot goes, oh, he's a doctor. He can just fix himself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Fred Smoot. Yeah. That's Fred Smoot. That's Fred Smoot. So I have, I have a question. What, what was it like? Because I know you had to wait a little while until you were the number one guy. Were you just kind of saying like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready? Or did you just have to wait it out? I mean, I, in NFL, man, you never know when your number going to be called. So every time my number was called, I stepped up to the plate. And um, and like in 98, um, I'm, they drafted Skip Hitch, and they was he was going to be the next guy in line. But uh, they moved me to fullback because the guy, our fullback got hurt, and they put me in fullback. I made the best of that. And uh, I'll never forget uh, in 99, North Turner told me, he said, I'm going to give you a fair chance. I'm going to give you a chance to win the starting position. And uh, we was actually up in uh, uh, training camp. We was uh, practicing against Pittsburgh Steelers, and we went goal line. And um, after the fourth time I scored on goal line, he came He came over to me and said, uh, you're going to start this week against Tampa in the first preseason game. I said, all right. So first play of the game, I hit off a 50 yarder. And uh, I walked to the sideline. He say, you just started running back. You know, for him, to, like I say, from from drafting me and, and, and withstanding me growing into the player I became in 99 for three years and giving me the opportunities to, to win the starting job, I'm real grateful for that, man. He, he uh, and I, every, like I say, every time I see him, I, I, I thank him and, and um, he gave me an opportunity to do something that I love to do. I have a question. Who, what was that scout's name that asked you to run the 40 again? That, that kind of found you? Oh, uh, there was a running back coach. Oh, it was the running Bobby, back. It was, his name was Bobby Jack. All right. Give, give some shout out to Bobby Jackson because he's that, that's an unbelievable find. Um, so 99 season, what was that like for you? Like you're tearing it up. What was, what was the season like? Oh, man. It was fun. Um, you know, First game of the season, we playing Dallas Cowboys. Should have won the game. They come back and beat us. I scored three touchdowns. Following week, we go to to the uh, to the Giants. Beat them. Beat up on them pretty good. Score three touchdowns. Go back up there the following week to play the Jets. Jets was good at, at that time. Jets was real good and scored another three touchdowns. So in my first three games, I got nine touchdowns. And and I'm averaging on a little over 100 yards a game. So I'm like, hey, why not? Let's keep this going. And, you know, the offensive line, the offensive line we had at that time, man, with Trey Johnson, John Jensen, um, um, Raymer, all those guys up front, man, just have they they blocked their tails off, man. They they did a great job, man. And, you know, that's that was one of the funnest years when. Um, who's the toughest guy for you to run through? Who's the toughest guy? Yeah, to, to, run to, yeah, to try to just the guy you you kind of had to like you, he had you kind of had to prep a little extra for him, like the toughest guy. Like, all right, this guy, this guy's gonna make me have to work a little harder today. Uh, I will say, Ray Lewis. Um, the hardest I ever been hit was Steve Atwater. 
he was with the Jets at the time. He hit me so hard and knocked me, knocked me, not snot out my nose in the, in the, in 90 degree weather, <laughs> you know. But um, like I say, Ray Lewis, man, and those and those giant defense, that they, they was they was pretty tough, man, back in the day. Um, I enjoyed playing against Ryan Dawkins. That guy, he 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 brought it every time. He made he he made it real competitive. Um, that's about it. That's about it. Um, and then, um, were, did you mold your game after any backs, or you just kind of do your own thing? Yeah, I kind of did my own thing. And um, interesting. Yeah, I kind of did my own thing. You know, I was always just trying to do my job do things I was capable of doing, not trying to imitate something, somebody else doing anything like that. Just get it done, go to work, get myself better every day. I have a question. Are there any backs in the league today that kind of remind you of the way you played? The big boy down in uh, Tennessee. Derrick Henry? Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Um, Todd Gurley when he, when you know when he was in with the Rams, yeah, those type of guys, man. Uh, who I really enjoy watching run is Nick Chubb, Cleveland. He's a he's a he don't talk much. He comes to work, he gives you the business, and go home. Of course, what was that Pro Bowl like that year? Oh, the pro, it was great. I, I'm, I'm very glad that my family got to enjoy it. You know, I, I I had my, the first year there was my son. He was like one and a half. And being able to enjoy that, my kid, my girls, they enjoyed it. My mom enjoyed it. Just giving them the opportunity to uh, to go to Hawaii and enjoy themselves and, and, uh, and to see them enjoying themselves, that made me proud. Do you think it's the same? Do you think they should bring it back to Hawaii, or do you think Orlando is just like it's not as appealing? Yeah, they need to take it back to Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, Hawaii is beautiful, um, and getting getting the opportunity to play in Hawaii because I mean they don't get to see a lot of NFL players over there anyway. They did the pro bring the Pro Bowl there? There was there was something special for that area for that for that state and everything. So. Yeah. Was there was there kind of like a defining moment with you playing for Washington? Defining moment. I mean, like is, kind of something that kind of sticks out when you think about your career in Washington, like like anything more than anything else, or no? Uh, I think the defining moment was. It's two defining moments. Was when, and I hate to bring this up, man, is when Michael Westbrook sucker punched me. When when he sucker punched me, and Making the making up the playoffs in '99, those two defining moments for me. And uh, the reason why I say the Michael Westbrook situation is because that happened with my second year in the NFL, and at the time I was a knucklehead, and I could have did a lot of things, got me in trouble by reacting to that. But I had guys in the locker room like the Dad Greens and the Brian Mitchells and Terry Allen and things, sit me down and say, man, if you take the high road and you'll come out and be on the end better. 
and I did. And um, and then with the with making the playoffs, man, hadn't been to the playoffs since '91. So being able to make it to the playoffs for the first time in in those many years was a great accomplishment for us. Awesome. I have a question. Why why do you sign with Carolina? Close to home. Um, a lot of people didn't get to see me play in college or in the NFL. And um, training camp in my hometown. And uh, just the opportunity to be back here and, and, and finish it up, man. And, uh, you know, I played with two of the best organizations in the NFL, I think, which was Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. I have a question. What was that Super Bowl season like? Oh, it was it was fun. It was fun. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't give us a chance, but uh, if you have a good running game and good defense and a quarterback that's not going to make a lot of mistakes, you'll get an opportunity. You'll get a chance, and we did. We did. We we got on the roll. Uh, like I said we started off five and zero, and we got on the road. And once we got on that road, we, we we knew what got us there and we knew what was gonna keep us there. We kept we kept rolling, man. We kept working every day, coming to work, getting our job done, gelling as a team. And the difference between that team and the team that I played, teams that I played in Washington was it was the it was the way we came to work. It was no individual guys. You had guys that they went out and made plays and got a lot of recognition, but you had guys come in there every day with the same mentality, same attitude. And John Foster was a great coach, man. Is, did, was there any um, any fun stories from that Super Bowl year that maybe Carolina Panthers fans would like to know anything that PG-13? The, the, the funniest thing, man, is uh, I don't know if you remember He Hate Me, Rod Smart, and Jared Cooper. They was, they was like our Ace special teams guys, but also Raw played running back and Cooper played safety. And what they used to do, you know, most teams make you dress up yeah. when you're traveling. So what they did, <laughs> they dressed up in like 70 clothes. If you go back and watch that season, man, you can see them in 70 outfits. Where he had, where he'll come to the to the uh, stadium with platform shoes on, afro a butterfly collar with all kind of different colors in. And that that was funny, man. That they, they had us, you know, going. They had they kind of kept the the funny to it and stuff like that. So it 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 was it was really enjoyable seeing that type of stuff, man. Awesome. I have a question. Excuse me. Do you think uh, Jake DeLome is underrated amongst NFL quarterbacks all the time? Yes, yes, yeah, I think he is. And uh you know, you can barely understand what he said in the huddle when he's telling us a play, but <laughs> you'll get used to it. But Jake, man, he was he was one of those guys, man, that like I say, didn't nobody give him a chance. They gave him a chance to be on the team, but they didn't nobody give him a chance to go out and do the things that he did in, in Carolina. And I mean, he he had a great career, man. He when he once he got it got in Carolina. And he did some great things. I have a question. Um, what, why did you choose to retire, sign a one day with the Panthers over Washington? Retire as a Panther. 
Well, it was more of a uh, being still living here in South Carolina, but I'm always be a red skin man. I watch the football team guy, man. I'm out. That's where my heart at. You know what I mean? That my heart is in both of them. But being here at home, being here in South Carolina, retired Carolina Panther, that was that would make sense to me. But I'm always be a Washington, yeah. Washington football player, man. And then my, my, my last question for you is that I saw you got into the South Carolina State Hall of Fame. What was that like for you? Um, actually, I'm in the South Carolina State Hall of Athletic Hall of Fame, and I'm in the South Carolina Football Hall of Fame. Oh, cool. I just got into that two years ago. Oh, cool. It was great, man. Uh, when, when they actually called me and told me that I was going to be in South Carolina Athletic Hall of Fame, I I really didn't, you know, wasn't expecting that call. Didn't even know I was up to be nominated, and to and to have have them call me and tell me that that it's an honor, great honor, being from South Carolina, being considered one of the top athletes that ever come out of South Carolina, is a great is a great accomplishment, great because we got a lot of great athletes come out of South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really uh, all. Uh, one last question: Do you have a bold prediction uh, Washington's uh, record next season? Um. Uh, 11 5. Well, they got the 17th game on there. So they could do 12, 12, yes. 12, 12, and five. 12, 12 and 5. I'll take 12 it. 12 and 5. I'll take 12 it. I've never, five. I've never seen 12 and 5. Yeah, but I do appreciate you. Appreciate, uh, really appreciate you taking the time to chat for a few minutes today. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have me, uh, welcome me back anytime.